No. <laughs> oh, well, it's recording is in progress. Um, hello, everyone. This is One on One D&D with me, Tony, from Two Copper Pieces. Hello, I'm Elliot, also known as Elephant Bear, also known as Ichabod. I was going to introduce you. Oh, sorry. Magic. Who but... am I? <laughs> uh, I don't know, um, but I'm sure this will go very well. So I've noticed that on podcasts like this, a lot there's usually quite a bit of small talk at the beginning i think people like to listen to it um it makes them feel like you know we're their friends in their living room or something like that so uh, let's do a little bit of that uh, how are you Elliot? i'm fine thanks yourself two copper pieces yeah not bad yeah i think that was good I feel like, uh, <laughs> we're in people's hearts now <laughs> our friends indeed oh there it goes so um I also had some feedback that I shouldn't, uh, that I say indeed quite a lot. So from this point onwards, if I slip into saying indeed, you can have uh, inspiration. Oh, that's very generous of you. Uh, and I'm still allowed to say indeed though, right? Sure. I mean, indeed. I'm not going to let it overtake you <laughs> like it did me. Oh, I wouldn't indeed allow that to indeed happen. <laughs> Every time that happens, I think we're going to have to have some sort of hit point penalty. <laughs> Right, this is too much small talk. Let's get to, let's get to the action. Um, right. right, jumping in. What would uh, can you recap what happened last week as you remember it in uh, three sentences? Well, okay. Um, Ichabod woke up in a field with amnesia. He's getting memory flashes. Um, he stole someone's umbrella. Can he I did have some indeed. more sentences, please? Oh, inspiration for you. Um, <laughs> Already. Absolutely. I nearly said it again. Can't help myself. Um, <laughs> Well, that is correct. There, um, and this person's umbrella that you stole, uh, where did that come from? Um, there was a, a tavern nearby when I awoke. Um, I went there because it was the only thing in place. Uh, I received a letter telling me to go to Barovia. Uh, uh, the only thing Ichabod really has a grasp on now is he remembers the word or the name Barovia. So we went back there uh, and he had a flash uh, of a woman with red purple hair with olive skin and in, in a, a nice dress being attacked by some kind of beast uh, and then uh, he it was raining out and he didn't want to go out in the rain so he saw an umbrella stand with an umbrella and he swiped it and ran okay and did anything come of that that you recall no absolutely nothing no consequences for that action whatsoever oh except the owner of it tracked me down to barovia and uh, it, uh, he's accused me, and now I, I assume things are about to go south. Yes, this was the spicy cliffhanger that we left it on last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and let's not forget Gertruda has uh, run away. Who's Gertruda? Gertruda is Mad Mary's adult daughter who didn't want to live with her mother anymore. What's wrong with her? So running away, a.k.a. moving out. I see. Um, does Mad Mary know where she's gone? No but she feels she's been kidnapped absolutely did you meet I anyone that um she may have possibly uh been looking to get married to um the ruler of this land whose name should not be mentioned strad mm. perhaps you're correct can you tell me something about ismark do you remember who that is yes ismark uh was the very kind gentleman who uh, ismark valesa uh, is the son of col colian is it mm. um who the gentleman who sent me the letter who it turns out didn't send me the letter because he was already dead um so i received a, a fraudulent letter someone's going to get in trouble with the post service um and uh so now uh, we were talking and arena's still back at their house 
um, looking after their dad's dead body and she's been having dreams or some sort, but she was also uh, apparently bitten by a vampire. So I'm not expecting uh, uh, longevity from her. Okay. Uh, the, did the post service deal with um, forgeries? Is that their, is that their purview? Are they no, the ones that are going to be banging not. on the door? I mean, but signing someone else's name has to be a crime somewhere. Yeah, true. I just wasn't sure if it was the post, like your, your local postman. He's like, you're giving us all a bad name. Do you not have to pay your postman protection money? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure where that's coming from, but still. Right. So we can pick up from that dramatic moment when the uh, the man from that <laughs> bar in that place <laughs> kicks the door open and then points at you. He says, hey, you stole my umbrella. <laughs> um, um, here come. Um, I immediately stand up, affronted, look around and go, who, me? Yeah, you. You're the umbrella stealer. And I don't have an umbrella, sir. Look. And I hold out my empty hands. It's right here in the stand. And he points at the umbrella stand. And Ismark says, that is the umbrella that you walked in with, as I, I recall. Ismark? Shut up. <laughs> um, I go, um, Queenie, quick, harry him. <laughs> Queenie goes and flies in the man's face. While Queenie's in his face, I race forward, grab the umbrella from the umbrella stand, grab Ismark, and I run out the door. Quick! Uh, so sorry, I have somewhere to be. Ismark uh, allows this. <laughs> he follows you, and strange amount of trust in you, <laughs> having had that short conversation with you earlier. Uh, all right, you... you've. You find yourself running through um, the rain as the rain has started up again, mm-hmm. bouncing off the cobblestones. Uh, Ismark in hand, umbrella in the other hand. I, I get uh, like a few build. I do- dodge down a few alleys, um, trying to lose the guy. Um, I, I do a high pitched whistle that lets Queenie know that I've, I'm far enough away she can follow. And then I realise I don't know where Ismark lives, and so he should <laughs> probably be leading. Do you say anything to him? I go. You should probably be leaving. I don't know where you live. Uh, yes, certainly. Um, if, if you're ready to go, of course. What, I mean, was, is this a particularly valuable umbrella? I, I expect the umbrella, in fact. That's a good, uh, good question, Ismark. <laughs> uh, when you look at the umbrella, you see etched into the handle um, the name Vlad. Um, uh, it doesn't... Um, as you uh, inspect... Anything it, else? It or just, look just the name, like... It doesn't look especially expensive. It's quite a nicely carved handle, and the umbrella itself, the the fabric is is okay. It's um, quite a nice color, a shade yeah. of red, sort of maroon, but it's not embossed with gold or it's not gold plated or anything like that. It's yeah. just a probably less than a gold piece for this umbrella, you'd think. Hmm. It must have been a case of mistaken identity. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, uh, his mark doesn't really. Um, knowledge what you said is like okay uh whatever <laughs> let's um let's let's continue uh my house is uh actually in the other direction so we're gonna have to go back past the tavern um would you prefer behind the tavern would you prefer that we took some back alleys to uh to avoid an awkward moment again <laughs> um only only if you want to <laughs> i don't really mind <laughs> no no you've offered it let's 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 i'll take you up on it just for your peace of mind <laughs> fair enough he uh, he takes you just slightly to the north uh, along this residential cobblestone road everything is all of the houses seem to be 
locked up. You can't see any light coming through the windows or anything like that. Uh, pause to give you a chance to ask about that if you want to. You don't have to. Uh, well, I'm sure this is the last we've ever seen of Lads. Uh, <laughs> he's certainly not a name that's going to come up again, not like Brogan. Um, Spoilers, he's the end boss now. Oh, what? <laughs> Curse of Lad. Um, uh, yes, I will. I will ask about that. Um, it's a bit early for everybody to be closing their doors, isn't it? Well, uh, the village of Barovia has been struck by an awful candle shortage, you see. Um, and fire is uh, hard to come by. And the other thing is, if your lights are on, the creatures know your home. What creatures? Oh, the, the night creatures. You'll, you'll hear them scratching at our door when we get back in the middle of the night. Don't let it put you off your sleep. You need a good rest. What? I kind of, I'm kind of invested in this now. What? What? <laughs> you'll see when you get to our home, you'll see the scratch marks. I believe they are the servants of the devil himself. And by the devil, you know who I mean. Yes. The, the vampire from your father's, your fake father's letter. Yes, that is the one. And then um, as you continue walking down the cobblestone street, you eventually see uh, there is one residence that seems to be, uh, the, the lights are not on, but there seems to be some activity going on there. There's uh, a woman. She's quite, uh, she's quite old, oldish, probably like 70s, you'd say. Uh, no, she's oldish. Rapping at the door. She's got this cart with her. Uh, it doesn't seem to have noticed you yet. She keeps knocking. And uh, then you see the door and you hear the door open. And she, you hear her say something about pastries. And um, then uh, as you're approaching about 30 feet or so away, she just reaches into the house and it's like tugs at this, uh, tugs at someone's arm. It turns out this is quite small boy. And uh, I, I announced myself. Hail, hail, old lady. She immediately snatches her hand away from the boy and gives you a very sweet smile. Just, hello, dearie. Oh, have you not heard of the night creatures? I act like I know all about the night creatures and I'm an expert at them. What night creatures? She says. Oh, the, they, the come, they come at night, these night creatures, <laughs> and they scratch. You'd best be off home before they catch you. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you for the warning, dear. Um, the door that she was uh, knocking at has already slammed shut. Um, she said, before I go, could I interest you in a, a dream pastry? What's a, what's a dream pastry? It's one of these. And she um, pulls out this bundle of paper, unwraps it. And this, this it looks a bit like a Cornish pasty, um, sort of steaming. Looks really warm. You can smell it. It smells delicious immediately. It smells very hearty smells like like the perfect way to feel a bit more cozy and feel a bit better after a night in the cold and um i don't have much money uh, how much is your delicious smelling pastry oh the first one is a mere silver piece she says well you know what that is a bargain and i was rudely interrupted from a dinner bag there so i will take one i reach into my pouch and i pull out my remaining silver piece and i flick it to her because apparently you can't just hand people money. You have to flick it. Uh, old, the old times. Indeed. She uh, she goes to catch it and she sort of slaps it onto the cobblestone floors. And then she scrabbles around to pick it up. She says, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, and then she hands you the parcel of pastry. And oh, um, uh, Ismark, sorry, did you want one? He's looking at you and he's just shaking his head. What? 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 Uh, I'm full. 
But um, the oh, the old lady uh, says, thank you very much, dear. She's already pushing her cart away. Oh, you didn't tell me your name. Um, you hear her say, Morgantha. Morgantha. I, I take a, a bite of the, uh, the well, I sniff it suspiciously, and then I take a d- big bite of it. Oh, splendid. Uh, bear with me for a moment. It tastes delicious. It tastes very comforting. Um, and uh, you recall these uh, comfortable feelings that you uh, you don't have any memories attached to them at the moment, <laughs> but you remember feeling very comforted and comfortable at some point. Ooh. And it's a nice feeling indeed. Um, bear with me a moment. I'm trying to find what happens when you eat one of these. Okay, can you make a con save, please? Let's hear you mean those one of these perfectly pa- ordinary pa- pastries that has no no uh, no connotations about anything ro- naughty or wrong. Yeah, indeed, this could just be a bluff. Oh, but, but try and get bluff. sixteen or more. <laughs> well, I get plus two to my roll here. Oh, I get advantage because you said indeed uh, earlier on. Yeah, if you want to use it then. Oh, well, I'm going to because I assume you're going to you're going to give me advantage again in like thirty seconds. Well, I think I've held off quite well so far. We'll see. Um, well, I didn't get it. I got a 12. Okay. Uh, can you roll a D4 then and add four to it? <laughs> you watch me get a high number now. Four plus four is eight. Fantastic. Well, as you feel these feelings of comfort, you look up at the sky, at the dark sky as it rains down on your face. And the she sky seems... something. Am I getting high? The sky seems to get even darker. <laughs> Oh, no. so it just becomes dark and then it just descends into darkness and before you know it you're just having such a wonderful dream <laughs> you are uh, and in your in your head you can you feel yourself you're spooning somebody <laughs> it's lovely uh do you think you would do you think ichabod would be the big spoon or the little spoon I think he'd be in this state i think he'd be the little spoon but i also mm-hmm. feel he's reaching around and stroking what you assume is someone's face <laughs> <laughs> you're so good this is such a good spoon <laughs> yeah as you uh, as you reach over and stroke the face of the dream specter that's spooning you <laughs> you you also feel their arm across your waist and they've got quite delicate hands compared with yours and they feel familiar somehow their skin is slightly cold to touch not like icy but you know yeah. sort of uh refreshing sort well, of there's, coldness. A, there's a candle crisis that's absolutely understandable yeah but you know when you're a little bit too warm and then there's just a little bit of cold that sort of refreshing feeling you get from it essentially nice. um and uh after a while you uh, you wake up you turn and you face the person who's spooning you. And uh, the, this, this beautiful woman dressed in purple, she's very familiar to you. Oh. Um, you recall her from your previous vision yes. when you were back in the bar and you had that vision. Yes, the same the olive-skinned person. lady. Yes, indeed. The olive-skinned lady with red hair, purple dress, and this sort of really comfortable, warm sense of love is just washing over you as you look at each other. Hey. <laughs> hey you it's not a lucid dream <laughs> oh <laughs> she she corrects you she says it's not a lucid dream dear <laughs> <laughs> um anyway this this lasts for well it's hard to know how long it lasts could be a couple of minutes could be several hours um and then <laughs> suddenly uh, after getting sort of lost in this comfort for a while it's like she gets wrenched away from you Oh no! And her face is replaced by this uh, monstrous face uh, with eyebrows, sort of like furrowed eyebrows, 
like <laughs> with the uh, eyebrows ridge, ridge, like quite strong ridges quite pronounced sharp teeth it's just like sneering at you and then its mouth opens wide at you and it seems to just envelop you as you go through <laughs> and uh, your s- vision goes through his mouth I slap it <laughs> suddenly you wake up with uh, in a bit of a cold sweat and a gasp and you look around <gasps> and you you find yourself in an unfamiliar place with uh, a sponge on your forehead and um, someone sort of wetting you every so often. And then you look up, you see it's Ismark there. It's been tending to you. Right. So Morgantha's not a good person. Uh, I, I don't think so, no. But um, I've never tried her pastries myself. Well, I, I don't recommend, frankly, one one star. Mm. Uh, it, it was the, um, the, the, the attempt to steal a child that kind of put me off. Oh, was that what was happening? <laughs> I believe so. She had, she had him by the arm. Ah, you, you should have spoken up, Ismark. I didn't. I don't know, Barovia. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it was clear, uh, but I'm glad to report that you're safe now. What? What? What is? What have I been doing? What has happened? Well, uh, once you passed out on the floor, I uh, gave you the old fireman's carry over the shoulder, <laughs> <laughs> and I've taken back. I've taken you back to my father's mansion. Um, yes, you're you're here now. He's in the next room, actually. If you like to say hello, I mean, he won't say hello back. I was going to say you said he was dead. Yes, I mean, if he does say hello back, well, that'd be a bit of a surprise. <laughs> okay, let let's let's go. I, I stand up, and obviously, I, my legs are not ready for this, and I nearly buckle, and I grab onto Ismark's shoulder to to steady me. Nice. As, <laughs> as you steady yourself on Ismark's shoulder, the interior of the mansion is well furnished, yet the fixtures show no uh, show signs of great wear. Noticeable oddities are the boarded up windows and the presence of holy symbols in every room. The Burgomaster is in a side drawing room on the floor, lying in a simple wooden coffin surrounded by wilting flowers and a faint odour of decay. You like um, commenting on that stuff or ask anything you don't have to why 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 the wilted flowers well uh when you pick flowers to mask a smell eventually they die and need to be replaced yes but obviously you can see my next question i can't why have you not replaced them i i'm quite busy i i had to help this um unconscious man and tend to him <laughs> I, I haven't slept for the past eight hours was i out for eight hours Yes, eight hours. Uh, you are probably quite well rested, and you you feel incredibly refreshed yeah. aside from aside from the last moment of your dream. What? Um, where, where? Where's Queenie? Uh, My when, you call, when you call Queenie, um, she just comes flut- uh, comes fluttering through one of the doors, and then walking through that door as well, you see a woman, uh, olive skinned, uh, slightly reddish hair, and she's dressed in. Um, this plate mail and this sort of red velvet uh, stuff. I don't know how to describe it, but she looks incredibly familiar velour. to you. Yeah, could be velour. Yeah, she looks incredibly familiar to you. Uh, she reminds you a lot of the person you've seen in your dreams. She doesn't have exactly the same features, but they're quite similar. And um, she looks, uh, if you make an insight check. Um, yeah, sure. Insight is plus two. So that's a six in total. Uh, she... <laughs> You notice that she's got a sort of polo neck sort of thing going on. And she just seems quite determined. 
like a determined yeah. person like she's yeah. not smiling but she doesn't seem like annoyed or anything she just seems very determined and uh, she looks at you as, as she walks in and she says oh uh, see that you oh, our, our guest is awake she say um can i get you anything tea uh um ale i mean it's not i wouldn't usually have it for breakfast myself would you like something to eat no i my stomach is uh, not settling uh must be something i ate um so have my we name, met before uh no my name is Irina, I am Ismark's sister, and uh, you see not much of a resemblance between Irina and Ismark. I'm Irina Kolyana, she says. Yes, yes, your your uh, dead father did not send me a letter about your situation. Ah, oh, that's very negligent of him, she says. There's a slight uh, corner, uh, the corner of her mouth sort of curls up a bit as if she's uh, joking. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I uh, get the letter out of my pocket and uh, show her. Which one? The the one I received. Ah, yes. This is this is not his handwriting. But is this? And I whip out the other letter. Uh, oh, you have two. Wow. Well, this um, one wasn't actually mine. I found it on a body on the way here. Oh, I see. Yes. Um, no, this isn't his handwriting. This is very likely the handwriting of the Devil Strad. The second letter is the, the handwriting of the Devil Strad. No, both of them. They're, they're both the handwriting of the Devil Strad. So the same handwriting on both letters? Yeah, more or less. Oh, like, okay. So I thought it was two separate people. I thought there was a third player in this. <laughs> there, that I, when you just asked me about it last week, I said they were not like copies or identical yes, yes, of course. prints, but that's what I meant. Um, but yeah, it's very similar handwriting. And um it says, yes, uh, our... Our glorious leader, she says, ironically, likes to um, invite people to Barovia. Why? Well, once uh, well, once you're within the mists, you cannot leave. I'm sorry, what? Once you're within the mists, if you attempt to leave, you will either be forced back in due to the immense discomfort you'll feel or choke to death in the mists. Well, that's unpleasant. Yes. What? What is the cause of these mists? These, is this Strahd's doing? Very likely, yes. And uh, Ismark... What a dick. Ismark uh, agrees. He says, yep, <laughs> yes, he's a dick. But uh, even more, uh, just, well, I suppose you might consider it a bright side. Uh, if you were to die in Barovia, um, your soul will not leave either. And it will be, your soul will be reborn in a new vessel. Uh, Queenie. Wow, she really didn't like that. <laughs> well, yes. That's what makes it quite awkward. Um, and tell me, Irina. Yes. I see you are quite fashionable with your polo necks, but the letter implies that you have been bitten by a vampire. Uh, she looks very grave for a moment, looks down at the floor, and then... Um, she nods at you and then she pulls the polo neck back and you can see these uh, teeth marks in her neck. She says, this is why we have these, uh, the symbols of the morning Lord. And she gestures to the holy symbols mentioned earlier. This is the only way we can keep him out. He has already, uh, he has already plunged his teeth into my neck. And uh, now there is this, now he feels this uh, strong sense of connection to me is determined to marry me. Um, is, and all, is this sorry? is this the the beast that bit you? Is it also the Strad? 
character. Yes, yes this is Strahd himself. But uh, I believe if we can get to um, Balaki, there is a priest there who can help, who can perform a blessing on me and um, will be able to protect me much better than these holy symbols, which I do not believe will last for very long. And Ismark uh, sort of wrinkles at this a little bit and says, I, I, it's too dangerous for us to try and cross Barovia and reach Valaki. It's a long journey. And what a father, he gestures at the, at the coffin. Uh, Irina looks back at you and says, yes, we, uh, we cannot leave until we have given our father a proper burial either. But of course, this also comes at great risk. Can I uh, check the, the father's body, Colian's body, just yeah. to see if that's also... Because they said he was bitten or attacked by a beast. I'm worried he might also rise as a vampire. Sure. What would that um, be? Um, yeah, you go over to the uh, to the coffin. Um, Ismark looks at you and says, yes, yes, go ahead. Don't worry. Don't worry about us. <laughs> I hope you admire the I hope you admire the craftsmanship. Irina and I actually built this ourselves. Really good stock. I just banged the side of it and not going. Yeah. Uh, when you do. Um, it's sort of the one side of it comes loose and falls off to the side. Irina rolls her eyes. I, well, uh, I cough and uh, like scratch the back of my uh, my head as I uh, <laughs> whistle, sidestep over to it and just kind of nudge the piece that fell off under the table. <laughs> when when you when the piece falls off, you also are kind of hit slightly by the stench as it was containing some of it. And it's a lot, it's a lot stronger now yeah. side of it yeah. is missing, um, which isn't too pleasant. Now looking at the body, are you, can you make a medicine check? I, I, well, I haven't been able to make any checks tonight. People won't believe it, but I was rolling very well before we started recording. Let's give no, it's it a true. Go. Plus two again. Encourage lots of practice. Oh, rolls. that's a 17 with my plus. That's a 19. Fantastic. Right. Yeah. With your 19. Oh, uh, uh, can Queenie give me that? <laughs> no, <laughs> she's not a doctor, so she can't. Oh, oh, no. We'll have to put her through medical school. Yes, in, indeed. I stopped myself saying it and I thought, you know what? I'm going to give you some inspiration. <laughs> um, anyway, with your 19, you look yeah. at the claw marks, which you've discovered. There's a lot of scratch marks across his person. They are quite big. Um, you wouldn't think they were from uh, a, like wolves. You might think they're from. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily think they're from a vampire. I suppose. Have you met vampires before? No, no. Uh, so, do they match the wounds I saw on Sergey outside? Yes, they do. Um, I check his back. When you check his back, there's no matching puncture wound, mm. just scratch marks. Uh, these scratch marks are, like I said, they're they're a bit big for like a wolf's paws maybe a bear but then in your experience bears do a lot more damage in yeah. their swipes so it'd be a bit more like bruising and um these are just quite like not very light i lift him up as well and i just get a, a huge blast of the the awful odor that was underneath Ooh. um so tell me i'll put him back down what um what happened to your father those creatures that i told you of last night his muck says they got the him. Night scratches. Yes. Um, that's a good name for them. Very fitting, the night scratches. We'll call them that. The night scratches got him. He was uh, out late at the tavern where you uh, were with me. Blood, off the fi- blood on the Fife Tavern. Yes, that's the one. Um, 
we were playing uh or he was playing a game of tongue twisters well into the night trying to say blood blood of the feist have as many times as he could mm. in a short space of time and then after several uh several drinks several uh tastes of um wine he made his way back but before he could get to the door he was beset upon by five of them uh i came rushing out to try to assist but it was too late i scared them away with my uh symbol of the morning lord but he was uh, already dying and he died in my arms are you a priest of the morning lord i'm not a priest i'm a follower and uh well the symbol seems to work uh, the priest of the morning lord here is father donovan and he put he um goes over to the window and points at the church you can see the church in the distance that's where we'll need to take father if we are going to bury him before any dangerous quests to Velaki. And Arena says, we can't just wait here for Strahd to come and take me. We have to do something. So perhaps now you've got this extra pair of hands, we can go about doing that. They seem to be, they seem to have already made up their mind that you're going to help, help them, but you don't have to. No, I, I, Ichabod, Ichabod nods, um, uh, odd, uh, feeling oddly familiar with um, Irina. Um, uh, uh, he, um, I, I suspect now uh, when we are still in uh, the dawn is the best time to get things done uh, the longer we leave it the more chance we've got of it uh, becoming night and having to deal with night scratches yes, dawn, women selling pies <laughs> dawn would certainly be the best time while, uh, while there is no natural sunlight breaking through Barovia the creatures of the night do still tend to stick to the night. Well, you know, it's it's expected. I mean, I don't want to say stereotypes, but um, good for them, for, you know, not breaking the mould. Yes, quite, I suppose. Good for them. Ah, do you, would you rather they broke the mould? I would rather they weren't here at all. Okay. Um, do you have some sort of wagon or cart? Uh, sadly not, but uh, I do have this wheelbarrow. And Arena said, no, we must mend the coffin and we will carry him on our shoulders. Um, oh, okay. Uh, do we need a fourth pallbearer or? Uh, that's probably a good idea. Is there anyone? Can we ask. Do you know anybody? They look at you. I've met all of two people in town. One <laughs> was your brother and the other one was Mad Mary. Oh, well, and Ulrich. Well, perhaps there'll be someone who can help at the blood of the Fife Tavis. Auric. Perhaps Auric. Perhaps there'll be some other patron. It's daytime. Some people might be awake who are willing to help. My well, father was a very loved burgomaster indeed. You, Arena, stay here. Fix the coffin. Um, Ismark, uh, for some reason, I don't remember how to get back to the blood of the Fife Tavern. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, it's uh, just down that way. We're, we're on essentially the main road that leads straight to the town centre. Wonderful. Right. You two stay here. I will go and round up um, uh, 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 a grieving party. Splendid. Okay. Uh, yes, we'll we'll get to work getting the coffin ready, and we'll see you back when you when you return. Do look after yourself, even during the day. Barovia can be a dangerous place. You need not worry for me. I have skills beyond what it appears, <laughs> and uh, I I flick my umbrella up into the air, spin a couple of times, and manage to catch it impressively. <laughs> I hope. Ismark says, I don't doubt it. And Arena says, I hope so. Uh, as you head out, you'll notice on the outside of the mansion, 
uh, it's a wary looking mansion. Uh, there's a rusting iron fence. Iron gates are all twisted and torn. The right gate lies cast aside while the left swings lazily in the wind. Stuttering squeal and clang of the gate repeats with mindless precision. Weeds choke the grounds, pressed with menace upon the house itself and against the walls. Uh, you see heavy claw markings which have stripped the once beautiful finish. Great black marks tell of fires that have assailed the mansion as well. Uh, not a pane nor a shard of glass stands in any window. You can see the inside of the... You can see the planks that are blocking the windows. Oh, yeah. yeah, indeed. You haven't even used the inspiration. <laughs> so you don't get that one. No. In any case, as you head back to the town, you get to the blood of the... T- <laughs> the blood of the wife, Tavif. The blood of the wife, Tavif. And uh, when you enter, you'll see Ulrich there. He gives you a funny look. He says... I give him a sensible look back. Yeah. He looks at you and says, you... You tell his mark, the lesser, he needs to pay his tab. You both just rushed off last night. Absolutely, Ulrich. Um, tell Want me. something to put on his tab? Not right now. I'm not particularly hungry. I had a, a dream pastry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, that, that was, yeah, I was. Anyway, um, what, um, what happened with that gentleman who was here, just randomly accusing people of stealing umbrellas? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he got himself a room. He's quite upset, he was. Going on about how that umbrella was a gift from his wife. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to put an umbrella in the umbrella stand. You tell him it's there when he wakes up. All right. What a noble person you are. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of nobility, um, Kolyan's children, we're going to have Kolyan buried today. At mm-hmm. the church with Father Donovan. Yeah, about time. Um, uh, earlier the better. Indeed. Um, <laughs> we need a fourth to be the pallbearer, Oric. Oh right. Do you? Um, would you be willing, or could you recommend someone? Yes, I could recommend someone. And um, so, uh, I can't do it myself. I've got to tend to the uh, to this establishment. My customers won't be kept waiting. He nods at the three colourfully dressed women that were here last night. They're still sitting at the table. They're, or they're sitting at the table. Where they're still sitting at the table. They look a bit tired now. Um, got to serve breakfast. Got to get them their drinks. They had quite the party last night after you left. Oh, fair enough. Mm. Uh, would they yeah. be willing or are they too partied out? Oh, uh, you could go and ask them, but otherwise I'll go and get someone for you. Oh, if it's not too much trouble, that'd be wonderful. No worries. He potters also, up. Um, before you vanish, Ulrich, do you know of an umbrella shop in um, in town? I feel quite naked without one. You could try Bildreth's Mercantile. They'll probably have something, but it won't be cheap. I'll uh, I'll do I'll do my best at haggling down. Good luck. Thank you. Hag- <laughs> no one can usually get anything out of him, and he wanders off upstairs. The three women uh, eye you. Uh, they're just sort of looking over at you at the bar. I don't have a hat on, but I, I doff my head like I would be if I was wearing a hat. I'm like, good. Hail, hail, ladies. How, um, how are thee today, Brithy? Oh, we're splendid. Yes, especially after your arrival. Uh, and the other one says, yes, and, uh, and your friend. Two for one, they said. Ismark? No, not Ismark. His, Ismark the Lesser has been here for a long time. But oh, I see Ivan. Um, well, um, 
not necessarily friends, but certainly uh, acquaintances. Oh, I thought you borrowed his umbrella. Yes, exactly. And now I'm giving it back. Oh, wonderful. Well, yes. A, a glorious day when one new person comes to visit, but two, wow, how splendid for our our world. I, I pull up a chair. Uh, I sit down. Um, are they, do they have drinks already? Or uh, They are all drinking tea. Uh, they'll Fantastic. pour you out one and pass it over to you. Uh, thank you. Um, is it peppermint tea? I need something to settle my stomach. Tell me, ladies, have you ever had a dream pastry? Uh, one of them takes out uh, this little pouch of herbs and, like, sort of grinds it up between grinds it up between her fingers and puts it into the tea you're drinking. It's peppermint tea now. And says, oh, yes, um, the gr- dream pastries are quite a trip and very helpful if you want to get some sleep. But... Um, the guilt weighs on you after a while, I suppose. And then uh, the other two look at her and say, shh, not so soon. He's only just come to Barovia. Let's not put him off already. He's going to be here forever. And they will look at you and say, forever. And you start cackling. Ah, ah, uh, forever? Uh, no, um, guilt? Why would I feel guilty about a dream pastry? Oh, there are rumours about those pastries. Yes, awful rumours. What are the... Uh... Uh, like Ichabod leans it. Well, what are the rumors? The flower that they that the woman Morgantha uses yeah. is rumored to be made from bone meal. Human bone meal. Yes, and children's bone meal. Okay, the, the better she thinks. She says, but that's not been confirmed. No, no. Thank you very much for your candor. If you'll excuse me, I have to go and vomit. <laughs> well. Uh, fair enough. I'm sorry that this uh, experience has soured your impression of Barovia, because you're going to be here for a long time, and it'll start laughing again. No, no, not at all. Um, you know, a few bad apples and all that, but um, yes, if you will, um, fine ladies will excuse me forever. <laughs> uh, and Ichabod quickly just walks out the, uh, puts the umbrella on his way out, uh, walks out the front door, uh, walks around the side to an alley and just puts this thing down his throat and just... <laughs> like snot bubble coming out eyes leaking yeah uh well spiritually that might make a difference eight hours has passed so it'd be hard to bring uh it yeah. all back up no absolutely i don't i'm not sure if he gets anything up but dry heaves but you know it's the it's the uh thought that counts yes absolutely uh after a few minutes of that gagging he he makes his way over to the mercantile shop just as you are heading over there just before you leave Coming out of the front door of the tavern is Ulrich. He says, I found someone for you. And he uh, gestures to uh, Vlad from the previous evening. He says, Vlad says he'll help you. <laughs> and he pats him on the back towards you. Vlad just looks at you very sternly. Just apparently you, you, have, you need a favour from me after stealing my umbrella. Hello, Vlad, was it? Um, yes. that's, am I, I am Ichabod, uh, for we have never met. Um, this is the first time meeting. Uh, Umbrella, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Yes, your help would be much appreciated. Uh, Ulrich said that you put the umbrella in an umbrella stand and I got it back. says my name on it. Yes. Uh, For a second, I was misreading it because my name, nickname is (laughs) Dalv. That's a funny name. And then he coughs. (laughs) And he takes out a paper bag and 
takes a deep breath. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> don't have any dream pastries. Why not? They're apparently made with bone meal. Oh, oh that's awful. Well, yeah. Wh- whatever. I've got my umbrella back now. And uh, after I've helped you carry the, the coffin up the road, I'm going to go back to my wife. Oh, oh, Vlad. Um, evidently, the mists of Barovia won't let you leave. What are you talking about? They're just mists. I mean, give it a shot. But um, if you start to feel ill, please do come back. He starts coughing and wheezing again and breathing into the bag. Do you have asthma? Yeah, my wife sometimes calls me Vlad the Inhaler. <laughs> oh, Vlad. <laughs> I am so sorry I stole your umbrella. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I've got it back now. Very important gift. My wife said I needed it. Said I'm so wet. Hopefully this will keep me dry. Yeah, it's a good umbrella, Vlad. Quite dry your wife, right? Didn't know what she meant. Anyway. And he accompanies you. You're going to the builder? Um, um, no, I, 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 I point him towards, can we see the mansion from here? Yeah. I, I point him in that direction and uh, tell him I'll be long in a few minutes. I just, just have a piece of business I have to uh, take care of first. So, okay, I'll, uh, I'll head off that way then. Since I'm stuck here for the rest of my life, I might as well start getting used to it. And he wanders off. Well, he took that really well. <laughs> like, shockingly so. I wonder what if his like... wife was not as nice as uh, I first thought. What makes you think that? Well, he's happy to be away from her. I, uh, if after we've dealt with Curse of Strad, we have to deal with Curse of Vlad's wife. <laughs> so what are you going? Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, heading heading over to the mercantile shop. Okay, he's going there alone. No worries. So I didn't want to ask for an umbrella in front of Vlad. I thought that was a bit um, low class. No worries. All right. So although it is uh, lighter than it was last night, it's still pretty overcast in Barovia. It's not dark but it's just like constantly gray Hmm. Uh, and then you see the sparse light from this building spilling out from behind drawn heavy curtains a sign over the door creaking on its hinges reads buildreth's mercantile and opening the door there's a bit of a jingle as you uh, the door knocks against a bell Mm -hmm. you see build uh well you see a man you might assume is buildreth standing behind the counter you also see uh, a very sort of stocky looking a uh, young man, uh, sort of quite big and tall and stocky, stocking the shelves. Pick, seems like he's built for it. And then um, like picking up big heavy crates, taking them backwards and forwards, stuff like that. He looks over there. He looks over at you as you come, as you come in. He says, hello. What can I do for you? Hail, hello. hail. Uh, I, I, my name is Ichabod. I have come seeking um, an umbrella. You talk funny. Yes, it's my accent. Well, and and uh, and your turn of phrase. I mean, wouldn't you just just say, "I'm I'm looking for an umbrella." I've got an umbrella for you, anyway. How much you got? How much is it? Gold piece. Let me see it. I wish to assess the quality. He narrows his eyes at you, and uh, he goes under the counter, and then pulls out this umbrella. It's quite standard quality. It says, "Made from the finest silks of the north." <laughs> carved from the wood from hogany tree yes absolutely and blessed by the celestial the celestials of the skies and 
yes, it's a it's a most marvelous umbrella indeed. Can I? Uh, is it investigation to assess the umbrella? Uh, <laughs> just make a perception check. Just a perception check. Okay. If you prefer it to be an investigation, you can make an investigation check. Okay. It looks very average. <laughs> if you want to look more closely at it, go for it. Perception would be a 14. Uh, it doesn't look as special as he's describing. It looks like a typical standard umbrella. Not terrible quality, but not the best. Looks like it would keep you dry on most days. Uh, if it was heavy downpour, it might. It probably wouldn't do the trick for very long. I will give you four silver pieces for it. He looks at you and says, five silver pieces. Deal. And you're taking the you're taking the meals out of my children's mouths. And then um, the stocky boy who is uh, stocking the shelves, his shoulders just <laughs> drop. <laughs> Um, I, I, uh, I give him, well, I asked, I hand him over a cut gold and ask for change because I don't have any. <laughs> uh, yeah, he gives you 50 copper pieces in change. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I take 10 of, 10 of those copper pieces and I hand them to his stock boy <laughs> for yourself, young man. <laughs> uh, he looks at you with a faint smile and puts them in his pocket. Uh, Bildrith gives his uh, his stock boy a bit of a bit of a look. And then he nods at you. Um, right. Then I uh, then I make my way out uh, and try and catch up with um, uh, to the mansion. Can Bildreth. I send Queenie on ahead to scout? And if anything's wrong, to call loudly. As you're looking on, um, uh, sorry. As you leave the uh, the shop, Bildrith calls out to you blessings of the abbot follow you and he does a little curtsy seems very sarcastic blessings of the morning lord to yourself yeah. and um you when uh queenie re returns doesn't seem to be phased by anything she's like Rah. i get i get two steps out the door and then i i stick my head back in and go and blessings of the raven queen and uh carry on i'm like why did i do that <laughs> indeed oh dear you need to uh you really need to use your inspiration because uh <laughs> you, only get, you only get one at a time yeah so you head back everyone seems to be ready and waiting Vlad looks at you says nice umbrella it's uh, not as nice as the previous one but uh, it's it'll do a job <laughs> he uh, seems slightly comforted by that comment <laughs> and um, I assume that you uh, you help out and pull put your shoulder under one side of the um, sort of quite well repaired coffin um, I take I take a space at uh, the rear of the coffin so I'm not bleeding. Yeah, no worries. So Ismark and Arena take the front, and it's you and uh, you and Vlad at the back, and you start walking through the town. And as you're walking through the town, some of those buildings that seemed to be abandoned and lifeless earlier got a little bit more life to them now. As you can see, you're walking through the town. There are people that have stepped out of their doors to acknowledge Colian as they see him coming. They've got their hats off of their heads and clutching them to their chests and stuff like that, nodding at uh, Ismark and Arena as they walk past. Some people uh, have plucked some flowers that they're just tossing on top of the coffin. And as you continue your walk up the hill atop a slight rise against the roots of a 
the pillar stone that supports Castle Ravenloft. You can stand a grey, sagging edifice of stone and wood. Uh, this church has obviously weathered the assaults of evil for centuries on end and is worn and weary. Uh, worn and weary? Weary, I think. Uh, a bell tower rises towards the back and flickering light shines through holes in the shingled roof. The rafters strain feebly against their load. Uh, the heavy wooden doors of the church are covered with claw marks and scarred by fire as well. Okay. So this building isn't immune to the, the night scratches then? Doesn't seem to be. At least not the outside. The scratches on the outside. Okay. But then you didn't see any evidence inside the mansion of the creatures. That's true. That's true. They don't seem to break in. Um, um, yes, well, we, we head inside with um, with, with the body. Do, do we see Father Donovan somewhere, did you say? Uh, Donovic. Not Donovic, so sorry. The doors open to reveal a 10 foot wide, 20 foot long hall, leading to You're a going to say 10 foot wide human. I was like, my goodness, Donovic. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get past you, Donovic. Leading to a brightly lit chapel. The hall is unlit and reeks of mildew. Four doors to uh, four doors, two on each side of the hall, lead to adjacent chambers. You can see that the chapel is strewn with debris, and you hear a soft voice from within reciting a prayer. Suddenly the prayer is blotted out by an inhuman scream that rises up from beneath the wooden floor. And um, we'll stop there on the inhuman scream as it goes. What ah! is going on in this town? <laughs> yes, I can't even the... race after. I've got a dead body on my shoulder. Indeed. Put it down, put it down. <laughs> Absolutely. Your one inspiration. And you said that indeed you get another inspiration that I haven't used. Sadly, they don't stack. You've got to oh. use them. Got to use them. I've got so, to use them. I hope you enjoyed the session. I did once again, full enjoyment this side, no complaints. Still not for anything yet? No. Oh, it was close there for a minute with Vlad, and I'm glad I didn't because I would feel really bad. There's, I mean, there may have been an opportunity, or perhaps not an opportunity, perhaps there's something skirted if you didn't just pass out <laughs> as soon as no, you. No. I didn't hours. pass out, I was drunk <laughs> and had a yeah. whale of a time. Fabulous. Okay, well, thank you very much, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this session. I, I'm Tony. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.